Welcome to the C3 Church podcast. Here at church, we are passionate about people and helping them in their walk with God. We hope this Sunday message speaks to you today. Hello, how are we? It is great to see you today and see you by faith if you're watching online or in a location. We are in this Advent series. So Sarah last week kicked us off in the waiting, looking at faith in the waiting. And today it's also in kind of the um, church calendar. It's the week about hope today. Hope in the waiting. And there's some churches that would light a candle today that's called the candle of hope, but also the prophet's candle, prophecy candle, as we look forward to the coming of Jesus. And so Romans 5, 5, it says this, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Another translation, it says, hope does not disappoint because of God's love. Hope does not disappoint. I don't know about you, but speaking to friends and family recently, inside of the church, outside of the church, there's a fair bit of disappointment around. The word there in Romans says, hope doesn't disappoint. But I've seen people that have got real disappointment at the moment with the state of our world. Why are we seeing innocent children dying? Maybe it's the state, disappointment in kind of governments, the state of governments. Why aren't those people in power making different decisions or or making things change? Disappointment maybe in circumstance. So why am I at this point in my life? Why why am I not able to buy a house? Why am I not able to be where I thought I was going to be? Disappointment in others. For some of us, disappointment in, oh, why did they leave me? Or, or why have they left their faith, maybe? And ultimately, disappointment in our God. Disappointment in, but how can this stuff be happening? How can this happen? And so what I'd love to do today is look at the Bible. There's so many testimonies we could look at today of who has really had hope in the waiting. How have they had that hope that does not disappoint? Is that okay today? Yes, good. (laughs) I want to show you two pictures. This is the first picture just because this is me as a child. I love Christmas. It's no no shame. And so this was me. But there was, around this age, I was asked to be, this is kind of a highlight in my life, asked to be a certain character in the nursery nativity. And my nana is a Catholic in Northern Ireland. And um, I remember my mum, maybe I remember it through the stories rather than in person, but I remember my mum telling her, oh, Katie is going to be Mary. And so she went out, she got this costume made, sent over from Northern Ireland. Let's have a look at the photo. You can see my chubby cheeks coming out of the (laughs) the costume there. Um, But hey, I got to be Mary. How cool is that? And so today I thought, as I was looking through old photos, you know, we can learn so much from the life of Mary. She is someone who had hope in the waiting. Mary is someone who it said she was highly favored. You who are highly favored is what the angel Gabriel said to her. Highly favored. She's this kind of person, this lady who we see on stained glass windows, who we see um, in my nana's house. She's got a statue as you walk in of this elegant Mary. And she's this person of oh, grace and faith. But in Luke 1, 29, it says Mary was greatly troubled. So God has just told her, you're going to give birth, you're going to be part of this miracle of a saviour. And sometimes we can miss that, I think. It says, Mary was greatly troubled. I wonder what that looked like. 
I looked it up in the dictionary, just the word troubled. It says showing distress or anxiety. That was her first response. She was troubled. And God's kindness, in his kindness, it's not a, oh, just have faith or just get on with it, which sometimes we can do to ourselves is like, just get on. Just No, he says to her, Mary, I'm going to remind you of who you are. Through the angel, he says, you have found favor with me. You have a calling. You have a purpose on your life. And I really felt for some people today, if you're in a hard situation, God wants to remind you of who you are in him, of who you are in him. We, um, at the moment with our kids, we're in a bit of a fighting stage in our kind of child's development let's say and so um we're kind of navigating that and we have I've kind of done a picture I guess it's a, a picture of a person I've written some words about what Campbell's are and we've got kind Campbell's are kind Campbell's are generous we've got different things we forgive quickly on this thing and because what I found is with my five-year-old particularly I was finding myself saying don't do that why are you always doing that stop that And instead, I've managed to reframe it and start saying, hey, Caleb, Campbell's are kind. Campbell's are this. Campbell's are that. And what it is doing is I've really found, we'll find out in 15 years' time if this actually works. But what I have found is that it is really calling out greatness within him rather than saying, stop that. Don't do that. And that's exactly what God does here. He says, Mary... Mary, you've got a calling. You've found favor. You're going to be part of the miracle I am performing. God is not waiting for us to slip up. Maybe for some of us, we could have had influence from bosses, from parents, from different places of, oh, I'm just, maybe God's waiting for me to make a mistake. He's, he's there and, he's, and we almost hide from him. No, God is for us. He's saying, come on, this is who you are. You are my children. And that gives hope. She then says, how will this be, Mary? She didn't get it. She didn't understand. In fact, she stayed, it tells us in Luke 1 verse 36, she stayed with Elizabeth, her cousin, for about three months and then she returned home. After being told she had this amazing calling and she was uncertain about it, she made a decision to stay somewhere for three months. Elizabeth, her cousin, didn't just live around the corner from Mary. I've looked it up and exactly um, the kind of 81 miles between each other. That's on a direct path. It's probably far longer than that. That's like walking from here to Oxford. But Mary positioned herself in a place which Sarah said so excellently last week, where a miracle was taking place in her cousin's life, where she was conceiving this baby, she was birthing this baby. Mary positioned herself to be in a place of hope. And so I want to tell you guys, because there's so many, and when you know stories in this room and different locations, there are so many stories of it would have been easy just to stay home. Maybe some of you today, it would have been easy to stay in bed. I want to say well done. Well done for positioning yourself consistently in a place of hope. A place of hope. Well done for being here. Yeah, come on. Well done. Well done. Pastor Steve said a couple of weeks ago, hope is the foundation for faith to take hold of. We need hope in order to have faith for a greater tomorrow. Then Mary says, I am the Lord's servant. She comes to him. She says, may your word to me be fulfilled. She lays aside her agenda for a greater cause. And her obedience made way for Jesus. I want to tell you, obedience in God gives hope. Obedience in God gives hope. And it's 
gives a hope for the future. When we know we're in step with God, when we know, and it doesn't mean things are easy. In this world, we will have trouble. But what it does mean is it means, actually, I've got a hope. I've got a confidence that things are going to work out. I want to tell you that I slipped away from hope after having our second child, just briefly. But I remember for a while thinking, what kind of world have I brought her into? I think I was looking at the news. I was doing a lot of scrolling probably on social media platforms. And I remember thinking, what have I done bringing a child into this world? And what I came to realize is I had put my hope in the wrong things. I was looking at circumstance. I was looking at the state of our world. I was looking at personal uncertainty for me. Putting my hope in those things, it led to disappointment. It is very hard for disappointment and hope to coexist. Hope in Paul in Titus 2, he calls Jesus blessed hope. Blessed hope. Hope is not just a choice, a feeling, a, oh, let's, let's hope today. Hope, Jesus embodies hope. Blessed hope who came for me and for you. He came to give hope for the hopeless. And I realized in that situation that I had to switch my attention from those things on to Jesus. I had to switch my focus onto, actually, no, God says from generation to generation, from strength to strength, from glory to glory. And it is very hard to look into God's face and not have hope. Mary, she's just had this news. She's come to realize it. And she starts this merry song in Luke 1. She's troubled. She's not asking how, but she doesn't kind of say, oh, I'm going to slip into a place of doubt. Um, but she instead, she starts with gratitude. She says, the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. Holy is his name. Gratitude gives hope. What are you grateful for today? Then she begins to prophesy. Prophecy is speaking into being that which you have faith for in God. And she begins to prophesy and it gives encouragement. She says, he has, talking of Jesus, the one who she has not met yet, but he has performed mighty deeds. He has brought down rulers from their thrones. He lifts up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things just as he has promised. So what, church, are we prophesying? Because prophecy will give hope. And then Jesus. Her obedience actually made way, didn't it, for Jesus. Yes, God would have made another arrangement if it hadn't worked out with Mary. But her obedience made way for the birth of Jesus. John 1, it talks about, um, John says, I have seen and borne witness that this is the Son of God. Speaking of Jesus. Born the Son of God. From a young age, like Mary, she she realized she was highly favored. Jesus, it says in the word, he knew he had to be about his father's business. He knew his purpose. He had to be in his father's house. At least 39 miracles Jesus performed while he was on earth. And then he finds himself on the cross, betrayed, let down in a place of kind of, I imagine, huge disappointment. And he says this three times, my father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet if not, I am as I will, but as you will. 
He says he's being obedient. But if there's another way, if there's another way, God, please, as you will. I wonder also if he had doubt. Matthew 27, he says on the cross, before he breathes his last breath, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? Jesus, in that moment, he, I'm sure, despaired and thought, okay, I, I kind of know who I am. I know what I've signed up to. I know my assignment. But I'm in a place of, where are you? This, this maybe isn't fully, like, what's meant to happen? I, I don't know. And, and I felt as I was preparing, and I listened to a song that we're going to have sung over us in a moment, for some of us, we've come into a place of, actually, I'm going to hide from God. I'm going to hide. I'm going to retreat. I'm going to let that disappointment, not, not consciously, but subconsciously, I'm actually, that's going to destroy some elements of hope in my life. But how grateful are we that Jesus remained on that cross? How grateful are we that our God is so kind? And so I'd love for us right now, we're going to reflect on this song. And just take a moment to think, who is our hope in? Take a listen. Sometimes marriages don't work. Sometimes babies die. Sometimes rehab turns to relapse And you left just asking why And for all the prayers I've prayed I still wondered if he's real And if he is, how is he choosing Who he does and doesn't heal I tried to run from Jesus I started holy wars I tried the patient waiting and the kicking down the doors I cursed his name in anger With my fist raised to the sky And in return All he's ever been is kind Well I burned my share of bridges I learned to tuck my tail and run I watched the wreckage in the rear view all the crooked things I've done And I know that he forgives me But it's hard to forgive myself I can't help but think amazing grace Is for everybody else I tried to run from Jesus I started holy wars I tried the patient waiting And the kicking down the door I cursed his name in anger with my fist raised to the sky. And in return, all he's ever been is kind. All he's ever been is kind. And I knew I wasn't there. But when I look up at the cross, See the darkest day in history And I guess that's what kindness calls 
tried to run from Jesus, I started holy wars. I tried the patient waiting and the kicking down the doors. And I cursed his name in anger with my fist raised to the sky. And in return, all he's ever been is kind. All he's ever been is kind. We can try to run and we can try to hide, but all he has ever been is kind. Our God is kind, and it is in the kindness of our God that we find hope. It's in his kindness. Our God, the same grace that allowed Mary to be favored and birth the Messiah and be a part of that is extended today to us. That same grace. So however you find yourself today and however in the the busyness that this season can be, December, let's remember we are highly favored, sons and daughters of the Most High. He came into the world for us. His kindness, if that doesn't give us hope, then I'm not sure what will. So why are innocent children dying? We don't know. We only see one piece of that big puzzle. But what it says in Revelation 21, there will be a day where he will wipe every tear from their eyes. Let's have hope, church, for a greater tomorrow. Why are those in power not doing more? Well, we don't know. But as we've heard already today, Isaiah, he prophesies the government will be on the shoulders of our God, on Jesus, that there is no one who holds eternal power like our God. Philippians 2, it says, at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow on earth and under the earth. We can hope in our God. Why are we not where we thought we were going to be? I don't know. But maybe there's a one who has a greater plan. Maybe this is what it says in 1 Corinthians. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So let's live hope-filled lives. Let's be those that make the most of every opportunity. Whether it's a a tough day, whether it's a great day. That we are going to extend something of God's love to our world. Why did they leave me? I don't know. But what I do know is God says in Hebrews 13, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Because God knew people would walk in and out of our lives. But he made a promise, I will never leave you. I will be there beside you. How can things be happening? It's another question we asked at the beginning. We don't know. Some things we will never know this side of eternity. So let's focus on what we do know. Let's be people of hope, because if we, as the church of Christ, cannot be people of hope, then we have no hope. Like, we need to be people of hope. There is not a a kind of a plan B. God doesn't need us, but we were part of his dream. God doesn't need us, but we are his dream. And in his kindness, in his kindness, he says, they are it. They are it. How kind is our God? I want to finish with this. Romans 8. 
It says this, for all those are led by God's spirits, are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. Instead, you received a spirit of adoption by whom we can cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies together with our spirit that we are God's children. And if children also heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, we may also be glorified with him. How cool is that? How kind is our God? In, in kind of these times, the firstborn son would receive everything from the father. But God says, you and I, sons and daughters, we get to be co-heirs with Christ. We get to be co-heirs with Christ. We get to have an inheritance in Christ. We get to live holy and we get to have hope in Jesus because of the price that he paid, because of him coming into our world. I'm going to pray and I would love to in this moment, why don't we, let's stand where we are. If today, let's, we're going to just close your eyes. If you need to cling on to hope again. Would you pop your hand up for me? Thank you. I'm going to pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are hope. Lord Jesus, I thank you that in you we get to stand as sons and daughters of you. As co-heirs, Lord, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your favor, Lord, that gives us hope for a greater tomorrow. And right now, Lord, I pray for a shift in anyone who has realized I need to cling on to the hope of Jesus Christ. I pray right now, God, that you would um, be reframing anything that needs to be reframed in terms of our focus, that we would be those that look upon your face. And even in the busyness of this season and the all the different things that pull off our attention, Lord. Lord, may we remember the coming of you as our Savior. We thank you, Jesus, that in you we can find true hope. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Let's close our eyes again. Just keep our heads bowed for a moment. Oh, the kindness of God. Oh, the hope that we can find in Him. We trust you, Lord. Our hope is in you. we keep our heads bowed, eyes closed, I'm going to pray a prayer of devotion to Jesus. Maybe you've never trusted him. Maybe you've gone away from him like thousands, millions have. But this Advent season, you can come back. We're all going to pray a prayer out loud together at the end of this prayer. When I say amen, if you've prayed it for the first time or a recommitment, then we just ask you to raise your hand. We've actually got a book for you that we'd love to give you. It's the Gospel of Luke. And there's some Bible aids in there as well to help you understand how to read the Bible. You can trust him today. The Bible says some trust in chariots and some in horses. What does that mean? They believe in things that seem strong. 
but we don't trust in those things because they, even they fail us, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. What we're doing in this prayer is calling on the name, the authority, the identity, the person of Jesus to save you. So let's pray this. Come on, church, pray it all out loud together. If you're online, we want you to respond in the chat. Just say yes. You said yes to Jesus. Say this. Lord Jesus, today I trust you. I put my faith in you. Let hope rise in me. I trust in your kindness that was shown on that cross. Forgive me for doing it my way. I choose your way. In your name I pray. Amen. So with the heads bowed, eyes closed, you prayed that today, first time recommitment. Or if you're online, type yes. Just raise your hands so we can give you that gift in the room. Anybody in the room here saying yes to Jesus today? Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come let us adore him. Oh, come let us adore him. Christ the Lord. For he alone is worthy. For he Come, let us adore him just once more. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. everything we do in this Christmas season now, all our oh what wonder services on Christmas Eve or impact program, we want it to point towards Jesus because he's the hope of the world he's the hope of the world we pray for Israel and Gaza again Lord there is no hope outside of you there's no hope. There's no human answer. Prince of peace, we pray. We pray for Russia and Ukraine. We pray for all those places in the world that never get in our news, that are war-torn. You're the answer, Jesus. We pray for peace in our world. For you alone are the answer. And our hope is in you. May more this Christmas than ever, from Bethlehem to Birmingham, bow the knee and worship you, Christ the Lord. Can we give him a round of applause?
For you alone are worthy, O oh God. You alone are worthy, Lord. Thank you for listening to the C3 podcast. If this message has spoken to you today in some way, we would love to know. Reach out to us at hello at the C3.uk. And if you want to extend the reach of what we do here, why not consider giving by going to the C3.uk forward slash giving. And as always, subscribe to our channel and share this episode with a friend. We hope to see you soon.